Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. What's up, ladies and gents? Back inside the Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, live from Austin, Texas, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Josh Shaw with the now, again, he's got the hat on. Last week, I think we had you on. You, you were showcasing um, the, the, the comb over being gone. Like, yeah, gone for good. It's, it's a sad day. Yeah, I mean, I got the quarantine haircut and unfortunately that meant uh, no more comb over so probably in a couple months it'll be back but right now i'm covering it up with the uh new era hats i think the real question is are you allowed back to chicago illinois to visit the ghost hq now that you got rid of the comb over because i feel like that's <laughs> that was your that was like your ticket into that headquarters and now you've you you pretty much just slapped ryan and dan in the face by saying you know what i'm still gonna chill with the skinny jeans in austin because those are hip but i don't need the comb over boys yeah, I, I think I'm probably going to have to wait. I mean, a good thing that uh, travel restrictions are still around, <laughs> but uh, I, probably if they asked me tomorrow, I'd probably be having to stay outside of the uh, uh, off the street there, and they'd have to be relaying messages by pigeon to me. It's a hard life out there, but someone's yeah. going to live it. And the man <laughs> that's living it for all of us is Josh, Joshua Shaw. Uh, so a lot of times people come to listen to this podcast, we put on the title like a, like, like a topic we're going to talk about. And I just think there's so much, and there's been it's just been, it's an odd time, a different time that um, the, any topic we talk about, you know, that we've talked about even in the past 54 weeks or whatever it's been, like it may not be 100% relevant to the time that we're in now. So I figured like Josh and I should just come on here and just like speak what's on our mind, what's out there, because I think for whatever reason people care about what we have to say. We've talked about that before, and um, you know we don't take that for granted. But we just came off of Memorial Day which in our industry is traditionally a pretty big day. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of brands run sales, and um, they do some decent volume over Memorial Day. I don't know, and you might know this, you know, in terms, you know, equate that to volume. I, I feel like the Memorial Day holiday is probably one of the more popular holidays as we go in the summer. People are kind of getting their summer shred stacks and, and stuff geared up. Um, you know, your time, say, say, you know, go back to your time at Muscle Farm. Was, this a, a, was that a big weekend for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those holidays, um, American holidays that have turned into some type of like a sales event. I mean, right. now it just so seems like any reason to run a sale, people run sales. Um, but Memorial Day seems to be one that I think people um, wrap their heads around. I think it's because of the both of us li living and, and being born in the Midwest, like that was the official start of summer, like right. pools opened during that time. And like your brain flipped gears like man, now it's going to be warm outside. We're actually going to be able to take the hoodies off. Maybe we should start thinking about uh, our bodies if we hadn't already done that. And that's always one of those trigger events that seems to be like buying a health and fitness type of product because it seems like you have the New Year's resolutionists that always, that's always like the big rush of people. Then you have, if you're in college age, usually like spring break. Right. Um, I think this year it got interrupted because of Corona, but like yeah. um, that's usually a big thing. But for a lot of people, there's, there's not the spring break right. uh, time. So then this is kind of that period where it's like, all right, this is my last chance to try to get into summer shape if I'm going to be by the pool or if I'm going to be going on a family vacation and I don't want to look like a slob or whatever it is. But for whatever reason, it seems to be one of those holidays that um, sales happen. I mean, every industry, you know what I mean? You see them in cars, you see them in even like the grocery stores have, you know, there's certain like uh, merchandising sets that are around Memorial Day. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems to be uh, one of those holidays that kind of taking over in terms of sales. So I took a position this last weekend, and uh, here's my take on this. And it's kind of a hot topic for me. 
I hate Memorial Day sales. I hate them. And here's why I hate them. I mean, being a marketing guy, we, we in the business world essentially either – either we create holidays that are not true holidays – in a, you know, to yeah. do the sales event, Black Friday, for instance, you could say that's a holiday, right? It was created by yeah. the retail industry, and, and for those that don't are unaware of what Black Friday means, like it was an opportunity for for brands and companies to get into the black before the turn of the year, right? So black yeah. is is the term Black Friday, Memorial Day. The for for those who are unaware of what Memorial Day is, it is essentially. You know, a time for us to look back and give thanks to those who have given the, you know, the ultimate sacrifice to protect our freedoms in this country. So it's a, it's a military-based holiday that we had somehow turned into a retail event. And I have a huge issue with it. Now, I have never served, um, so I'm going to be, you know, obviously fully transparent. I've never served. I have friends who have. Um, I also have people involved in my staff who have served. And I think to myself, like, you have all these brands run these sales, 25% off or 30% off or 50% off, whatever it is, Memorial Day sale. So our focus as a society has been, like, what sales can I take advantage of instead of the actual true meaning behind the holiday, which is a pretty significant holiday. Because, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Josh. I have family members who have, you know, fought in wars that have lost their lives. Now I don't know who they are, but I'm very thankful for them. And, and having that in my family, family lineage is very important to my family. But those who serve or have served, they don't need a, a holiday to remind them of those who, who, who they've lost, right? Because they, they were there. They've lost brothers and sisters in the military. But the holiday was created for those of us who haven't served because I don't think – I guarantee – Josh, let me ask you a question. Every single day, 365 days a year, do you take a moment out of your day to give thanks or remember those who have lost their lives for what we are able to do? Consciously, probably not. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things where I, I definitely am grateful for that. But I don't, like, take a moment of each day and go, right. like, you know. So, so my, my argument is, you know, for the general population, it was an opportunity for us to take a day or take a weekend yeah. and kind of be like, hey – Remember this. Again, for those who have served that maybe have lost something, like I get you've served to give us the right to run those sales should we, should we seem fit, right? But, you know, those of you who have served, you're reminded daily of the friends and, and family members that you've lost probably, and that's – I can't even fathom what that's like. But we've somehow in the retail world have taken this holiday and, and made it about us. And I have an issue with that because I think it's, it, it's grossly weird to the extent like this is supposed to be a holiday about them and we're somehow making it about us. Now – I want to, and we've talked about this brand a lot of times on this podcast. I want to say, want to talk about Eric Hart and, and Aaron Sinderman at Red Count One. So they are notorious for running sales. Okay, we're not going to sit here and tell you they don't. Of course, they're going to run a Memorial Day sale, thirty-five percent off, free swag, but with a caveat this year, right? They were giving percentage of proceeds to support the Semper Fi Foundation. They wanted to write a check for ten thousand dollars. So if you're going to run a sale, this is my personal opinion. This is not reflective of Josh at all or anybody associated with the podcast. But if you're going to run a sale as a retail brand on Memorial Day, tie it into a cause. Do something. Like, I mean, don't just make it about you. Because here's the deal. I mean, as a brand, if you're doing a 25% off sale, you're still profiting. You're still making good money. You still have decent margins on those pills and powders that you are walking away with money. So you can afford to maybe give something, like tie it into the holiday if you can. Make, make it you – know, what really irks me, what really pisses me off is when these brands create like a Memorial Day T-shirt. You know, they do like a special saying or a special logo using the American flag, and they do like an American T-shirt or a Memorial Day tribute T-shirt, but zero of that money goes to support any type of cause that gives back to these veterans that are currently serving today or family members who have lost a loved one. And, and I'm not saying this to be selfish at all, so I want to preface this, but – through the Fit Butters, what we're doing is we, we're partnering with Folds of Honor, which they give educational scholarships to children and family members of those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. 
something simple like that could have been something easily tieable in our industry to a brand doing a 25% off sale. Give a dollar a sale. Give 10% of your profits. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, we've all, and this is not just our industry. This is retail, all right? So I speak on, a, on behalf of our industry because I'm in it, but retail alone, whether it's a Nordstrom's, a JCPenney's, if they're still even a thing, you know, whatever it might be, like, <laughs> why did, how did we make it about us, especially on a day which should mean so much to a lot of people in this country being able to do the things that we're able to do and not to be cheesy or cliche about it, but I, I just I don't get it, Josh. And it, it frustrates me. And, I, and again, I want to give praise to Redcon 1 for, yes, you ran a sale, but you at least gave something alongside of it to make it, in my opinion, you know, then you're drawing attention to your brand to generate, you know, uh, conversions, which the conversions then generate money to give to a benefit like Semper Fi. Yeah. I mean, the counter argument, I guess, is that what's more American than right. consumerism? You know what I mean? Like the, the idea of like accumulating a bunch of like trinkets that you don't really need. And yeah. for, you know, if, if for any year that we needed to get people to go out and purchase things, it would definitely be this year over other ones. Oh, yeah. um, that's just me, you know, throwing a total devil's advocate. But I, I agree. I mean, I've always taken the stance, at least from brands that I've worked with in, in that you don't use sales to uh, just to use them. There has to be some reason behind um, utilizing either a, a holiday, made up holiday, whatever that is, there has to be a bigger story or reasoning behind what you're doing. So as an example, if you're, if you are Redcon one and you're all about, you know, the military and things of that nature, I mean, that's a perfect, um, blending of, of both the brand, um, your actual, um, hol using the holiday, using that as a part of your story, your brand, and, and just reinforcing everything. That's great. Now, if it's just a matter of your, your every week, there's a new holiday and you're utilizing it because you want to keep the conversation going because your brand is stale, your brand doesn't have anything else to talk about. And it just wants to try to incite people to buy things. That's a whole different subject. Right. And I've always tried to shy away from that for people just to change that thinking, because I think that that's like, the easier, the lazy way of, of retailing now. And yes. a lot of people are just going straight to that, just saying like, oh, this is on the calendar. Oh, we have to offer 10% or 25% off or whatever it is. There's no thought behind it. There's no, like, if you're going to run a special, it needs to solve a problem. There needs to be some mechanism that actually provides maybe a benefit to your brand story. Like there has to be a reason why you're running a sale, not just we're running it because everybody else is running one. Mm -hmm. But that's how it is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Memorial yeah, yeah. Day weekend. So God, we have to run a sale. It's what we do. I, I mean, I, I would love, and I texted Aaron. I texted Aaron and I said, thank you for like at least tying it into what this, what this weekend is supposed to be about. Memorial Day weekend is not, I mean, yeah, we celebrate it by going to up here in the Midwest. We go to lakes and, you know, you wear Americana swag, you drink beer, you grill out. It's the start of summer, like you mentioned. But again, you're kind of doing that in celebration of we're able to do this because of those who've done yeah. what they've done. And again, the counter argument to Josh's point and to everybody else's point, well, we're able to run sales because of things that they've done. But again, I, I just think it's, it's to me, I, my personal opinion, again, not reflective of anybody, is I think it's selfish that if you're not, if you're going to run a sale in which you're still going to generate profit and revenue, that you do not tie it back into what the cause is about. And, and I think this stemmed a lot from like, you just released a video about Matt Hesse and we've talked about Matt before, um, how, how you like Matt. I like Matt. I like what Matt's about. I like the FitOps Foundation and what they're about. We had posted a story about, you know, them getting a high ranking official to join the team, which is really cool. Um, I just, I, and this kind of goes back to the, the podcast we did on cause marketing. I'd like to see more brands do it. And there are brands that do it quietly. Like, um, are you familiar with Alpha Line? 
Yeah. Okay. So Alpha Line is tied into a cause marketing campaign that they don't like toot their horn about. They just they put a little thing on the back of each of the container. Um, I can't. It's something angels. But anyway, they give like vitamins to malnourished. Oh, vitamin angels. Yeah, yeah. vitamin angels. Right. They give vitamins to like malnour- malnourished children, which is really cool. But they don't they don't use it as a sales pitch, and I think that's cool. Like you don't need to. But you. Sh- I mean, we do live in society now where it's okay to talk about the good things that you do. Yeah. Once upon a time, it was kind of taboo, but now it's you know it's totally fine. But, um, you know, I just I. I, listen, for those listening, I've seen your margins on pills and powders. You can afford to do something, right? Yeah. You definitely can. Um, I've seen the Ferraris that you're posting on Instagram, whether you're leasing it, renting it, it's not yours, your neighbors, your neighbors' wives, who cares? Like, you can, you can give something. And I think <laughs> it goes a long ways in terms of longevity. Like, um, you know, you could, you could say what Nutribio is doing is cause marketing, right? It definitely is. The yeah. first responders and, the, and what they're doing there. Like, I, I just talked with Mark Lobby on this last week. They're, the, they're like 300K deep in free product. That's yeah. a lot of money, right? But at the same time, it is a marketing campaign. Like, being able to talk about that and the good that you do. Um, you know, they, you're helping out nurses and first responders and, and showing pictures of yourself with precincts and police officers. I mean, it's cool stuff. And it's good yeah. stuff, though, at the same time. So, um, I, I recently... No, I was going to say, I recently um, saw some uh, survey data around um, just social media content around uh, posting about... COVID-19. So like more consumer CPG brands that were posting and they were, they were kind of rating it based around like the approval or like the likability of, of the um, posts. And they said that the most likable or engaged with posts are ones that have to do with like giving of product or some aspect of charity around COVID-19. So if that is, you know, something with frontline workers, or if that's something that is, you know, s- steps further with that or whatever it is, it actually um, is, is very much where people are saying this is super positive. So to your point around, like, actually, like, showing the brag a little bit actually is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's kind of a new way thinking. I- I've had people approach me um, talking about uh, the people that have posted a bunch of stuff, like promoting it, and then they're like, I would never do that. And, and I always kind of go back to them and say, hey, this is the way it is today. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, you're thinking about this in a, in a totally different generation. I right. get that that's the way you think of it. But in today's social media world, it is such a noisy place where, like, if you aren't talking about what you're doing, you're going to be lost in the shuffle. So, like, you need to be uh, a little bit more forthcoming in, in what you're doing because people want to see that. They like to see that. It's not where they're going to look at that and judge you and say, like, well, you should have did that in private. That's right. probably a, a generation's thought before. This isn't how we think of it anymore. We like to see that people are doing positive things because I think the opposite side is we see so much negative things that are going on. And we always highlight the negative. You know what I mean? One negative crosses out hundreds of positive things. So it's nice to see positive stories that are going on because I'm I, honestly, I think everybody's sick of seeing, you know, the negative things where it's like that one bad thing that happened and it gets so much press. It's like, I'd love to see more of the positive things that happen. So don't hide those, like actually do show them. Cause I think that would help people to understand there's a lot of really good things going on. I mean, I think it's even worse for us being in the Midwest. Like we were taught to be, I don't know if it's upbringing. Yeah, I like think it is humble. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Like humble. There, there's, there was no such thing as a humble brag in the Midwest. It was just yeah. humble. You left the brag out of it. And it even took me time to grasp the idea like, hey, it's okay to talk about the good things that you do because it's not necessarily gloating. Um, and I think, you know, to, to neutralize point, if you're going to invest 300K in a program like that, you bet your ass you should talk about it. Like you should talk yeah. about it because what it does is, A, it does provide 
goodwill to your brand and provides people like obviously you know look to Nutribio saying that's a brand that I that I appreciate, but it also lets other people know about the services that they're offering. So if there's other precincts or firefighters or first responders that need this stuff, like they know who to go to, and and, and it was kind yeah. of um, you know twofold with that, and um, you know I don't see. I haven't seen a lot of it in this time, especially the, the COVID-19 crisis. Like, I have not seen um, as much as I thought I might have. You know, like, I haven't seen a lot of the brands, like, in our industry step up and do something. And maybe you have. I don't know. But, like, even I look to, like, we talk about, the, you know, people are like, you guys talk about the same brands all the time. We talk about Ghost, Redcon, Nutribio. Okay. What about Glombia? Like, has Glombia yeah. stepped up into anything? Has 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 iovate and even though i know iovate there's been rumors with you know their whatever they're doing there but like um i know cellucor did some stuff i know that they yeah. they did some stuff with their energy drink line and and um i think they damn near gave it at cost or less um you know some of the stuff that they're doing so um but they didn't really talk i know about they it. yeah i mean i think they a lot of brands in the energy drink space gave a lot um uh, because I think a lot of the frontline workers were working extra shifts or longer shifts. So that was a perfect product to give to a lot of the uh, frontline workers. And then also on a food product. So I'm seeing, at least on my side, a lot of really, uh, really good things with food brands, um, a lot of giving with snacking and just making sure that the pantries and things are set up for them to grab quick things in between, um, you know, if they're a nurse and in between some of the uh, patients and things like that. I've seen a lot of that. Now, I think with the supplement side, I think it's a little bit tougher because it's not necessarily a category that like every single person is like all that, um, I guess, knowledgeable about. We've talked about that so many times, like where you wouldn't know maybe to take, you know, this vitamin, this vitamin, this mineral, you know, and put them in a powder and mix them up. Like right. that's maybe not a normal thing, but you, you, if you're hungry and there's a protein bar sitting there by Glambia, like you would grab it. And that's probably an easier um, thing to give. Um, so I have seen a lot of brands um, step up and do that to your point, like with Mark Lobliner giving away, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of outright bars. I mean, he's been a big proponent of, of that. And a lot of other brands, I think Aaron Singerman did a ton of stuff. Um, I saw Bang Energy, I saw Celsius, I saw um, C4, I saw, you know, a bunch of brands that were out there doing a bunch of um, giving, um, which is great. I mean, I think it's, one of those things that um, I would love to see more and more and more of it because I think that um, it's a perfect opportunity to show people some gratitude with something that you're passionate about, you love. It's also very usable for for the people. I mean, they, they obviously need or consume those right. things all the time. And it goes back to like some of the first things we ever talked about with COVID-19 around like this is a defining moment. Like people are looking to see how companies, how owners, how everything like – how are you acting? Like, are you being a, you know, corporate responsible uh, citizen that you're, you're doing a bunch of great things for the world? Or are you speaking a certain way? Um, are you acting a certain way? How is that? And that maybe like jumps into a little bit of a different topic around like brands that are being outspoken or doing things, they better know where their customers also stand on these issues. Um, we, we obviously, we don't talk about politics on this uh, podcast, but right. um, there's a big difference between if your customer base is maybe Republican, maybe um, thinks a certain way about the coronavirus and, and everything like that. And then if you are serving maybe a, a extremely um, kind of like younger demographic, uh, urban demographic that's more democratic, like you might want to think the way that you're presenting your brand differently because it is a very hard line between how people are perceiving it. So like if you are a brand that's, uh, 
you know, your ownership is very Republican, but you, all your customers are, um, on the other side are liberal. You probably should just not share your personal beliefs because it's going to create a lot of issues, uh, in this time. And, and I don't know if you've seen a little bit of that, but I think that, um, that is with companies, it seems like, uh, been a polarizing, uh, aspect as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I keep thinking about like not sharing your political views or whatever. And then, you know, we're, we're just talking about Mark, Mark, Lo, Mark, Mark Loeblier. Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, yeah, no, I, t I totally agree. And I think you're right. When we talk about food or you talk about, um, you know, the food service industry, I think they've done a really decent job of trying to give back where they could. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about our space. And like you said, it, it's just I'm not I don't want to accuse us of being selfish. Um but I, but it, it almost leaves you no choice a little bit to say, like, are we a little bit selfish? I mean, we've always kind of thought maybe we're a little bit selfish. But, I mean, Starbucks is giving out free coffee to nurses. And uh, I think Chipotle was giving out free meals. And I know, obviously, Uber Uber Eats was waiving delivery fee. I mean, there was a lot of good that does go on. So, like, I don't want to sit there and say it, it doesn't. Um, and, and I'm not going to say, again, Josh listed off several really good examples of, of the good that's happened in our industry. But there's a lot of brands, I think, to, to Josh's point, like, they could have done something and at least created some type of goodwill around their brand when they, when, you know, uh, for instance, like Redcon has a ton of things that they wanted to come out with in Q1, Q2 product wise. They elected not to because of COVID. So they did other things like, you know, giving back in these cases. And um, I know like Mark has new flavors outright bar that he wants to launch too, but it, maybe the timing isn't completely correct. So they do other things, but it, it, it shocks me. It just shocks me of the brands that just did nothing, nothing, no product launches, no goodwill. And um, I, I thought, I mean, I don't know, maybe I think differently and, and maybe I, I have tunnel vision, but I just feel like and I don't need um, some crisis in the world to force me to do goodwill and do cause marketing and do good. But I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, what would you do? Josh, what would you do? Like if you're a brand owner right now during this time, like do you think that you would have sacrificed some some margin, some bottom line to give back? Yeah, I mean, I think that if it makes sense um, to you as a person, um, I know if we're thinking about me, I mean, there's certain aspects that that I live in my life around certain purpose things that um, if I owned a brand, I, I would definitely probably try to figure out a way to uh, weave that in in any way possible. Um, I think that between you and I, I think we um, we flush out ideas. We think uh, a lot around, um, concepts and, and kind of patterns and systems. And we're like, I think that's partially a, a part of our educational process, but also probably, um, you know, working in big CPG clients, things like that. There's a certain way that you're taught of, of structuring the way you think and the way you present ideas and, and whatever. And I think that that's missing a lot of times in our space where they default to maybe the easiest thing always. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're saying, you know, you use the word, um, selfish. I always use the word like lazy. I think it's not necessarily a lot of times it comes out outwardly selfish, but I think it's inwardly, um, lazy. I think it's a matter of, they don't put the time and the effort in to actually think a concept through it, it becomes too difficult. So for them to go out and maybe try to find a partner that does things with a, a charity or, Hey, where would I put, or who could, um, actually outlay my money in the way that's going to make sense. Or, you know, I think when those things start to come up, those red flags or challenges, then it's like, this is too much work. I already have enough of things on my plate. I'd rather just go and work on those things. And that's 
fine. Um, that's nobody's going to really like hate you for for not doing that. But I think that that's a you know an epidemic in our in our space really with like just the idea that they don't put in the time and effort to like think things through. Like to your case around the the uh, cause marketing thing. Like I mean, you were probably thinking about this. Uh, months ago, like even before you started the company, um, and it's, it's for something in July, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where you're, you're planning this out. You're like, okay, I really want to do this where a lot of people would be thinking on July 1st, what do I run? What sale do I want to run on July 4th? Yeah. That's, that's as far out as they went like, Oh, Hey, I need to tell my website, got to change something over. I need to, I need to get some graphics on my, uh, real quick for my social media guy. Like that's as far out as they think a lot of times. I will say I'm going to challenge I'm going to challenge the the thought process in which you just presented because I think you're right. I think people think that they're lazy. They think it's going to be too hard. So, yes, um, as a brand owner myself, I have a calendar of events in which I want to come out with in terms of product launches, in terms of sales, et cetera. You should do that. Like it's it's lazy not to. It's dumb because you need it for numerous reasons. One, production. Like if you're going to run a sale and you need to have stock in hand, like you need to make sure that you're – Whatever you're doing, like most people are using a co-pack or a co-man. Like, hey, if we're going to you know, do this type of sale on Black Friday, we need to whatever. Um, but when it comes to cause marketing, I knew I wanted to run a cause marketing campaign over the summer to raise money for a military-based foundation. Uh, I did not have that military-based foundation until last week. I did not start looking for that military-based foundation until last week. And here's why, because I was still waiting on a partner for the actual product itself because I wanted to make sure I had a product that could support this. I reached out to several different charities over the course of two weeks. It wasn't hard. It's the Contact Us page on their website. It's to go to LinkedIn, find people who work at that organization, and then you vet the process out. You go, you go to a website and figure out what is the rating of these charities. How much of every dollar you give actually goes to the service that they provide? For me, that was a big thing. Um, I, I reached out, like for instance, uh, and not to throw them out of the bus, I reached out to Wounded Warrior Project. Now, anybody who knows anything about WWP, not a lot of that money goes towards the end person. All right, it is now kind of a corporate structure conglomerate. I don't, even, I think it's like pennies on a dollar that actually go to the people in need. They wanted to charge us up front a hundred thousand dollars because they feel that their logo and their IP is going to provide value to me. Right, so like they they weren't even willing to work with me unless I had hundred k up front. No offense, fuck that. Um, Folds of Honor, I contacted them. Within a day, we had a signed agreement saying we we're going to do this. They wanted nothing up front. They were grateful for the opportunity. Like, it's not that hard, people. So for those of you listening thinking it's going to be a headache, find a cause you believe in. Research charities and organizations behind it. Do a little bit of research and some time on it and figure out which ones are worth reaching out to. Reach out. It's not hard. Most people are going to be, if they're a good charity or a good cause, they're going to be grateful that you are willing to help them out. Um, so, you know, let me just say, like, for next Memorial Day, do it, do something with it. And, and you know, um, I know that this is, you know, some people do, like, Veterans Day sales, too. But they don't do a damn thing for <laughs> veterans. They come out with, like, yeah. a red, white, and blue T-shirt. It's, like, it's a head-scratcher to me. Like, why are you leveraging a holiday meant for, you know, something better than, than, than not doing anything about it? I get Black Friday. I get Valentine's Day. I get all these bullshit holidays that we make up. But the ones that actually truly mean something, if you're going to run – um, uh, some type of campaign or an activation, like, please, I beg you, just tie it into something. I, it'll, it'll benefit you. It will. People are going to appreciate the fact, like, that you're doing something good. Um, and you know what? At the end of the day, not running a sale isn't a bad thing either because there are people <laughs> who are going to respect you being like, you know what? I like the fact that you're not making it about you and that you're going to take today to, to observe what it's about, like in the Memorial Day case. Like, you don't have to follow suit. You can run a, You know what you could do, Josh? You could run a sale... What is today? Today is uh, Wednesday. You can run a sale today. 
We're recording yeah. this on a Wednesday. Nobody's running a sale on Wednesday. Be be a lone wolf. Like do do something different. Like you don't have to follow whatever else. You don't have to follow the leader. And I don't even know who the fuck yeah. the leader is anymore. Yeah. I mean, if you want to really go crazy, I mean, do one of those like marketing holidays, just make it up like yeah. the pancake day, like I hop did, you know what I mean? Just like create a day on the, on the, on the calendar. There's a ton of them. It's, it's actually like a, a thing that marketers do. I mean, that's how they get <laughs> these things on the calendars. Valentine's and, and Day people... was created from Hallmark. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. The yeah. only reason it's here is because Hallmark's like, we need to sell more fucking cards and they did it. They successfully did it. And I'm looking forward to the Jay Shaw holiday when all consulting services from Josh Shaw are a hundred percent off. That's going to be a big, Oof. that's going to be a big sale. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> you might, you I don't... might quickly become the number one consultant in America. Maybe, maybe I'll do that on uh, February 29th. So it's, I only have it every four years. <laughs> no, no, what's funny is a lot of people are going to be like, they're not even going to know what you just made. go right over their heads. That's why, that's why guys that you need to hire me. Cause it just went right over your head. <laughs> right over your heads. Yeah. And he'll explain it to you and he's going to charge you for it. And unless it's on the 29th, then it's free. But, yeah. um, I, I like this platform. I know, like I said, we talk about things. We always have like a structured conversation. Sometimes it's nice just to shoot the shit. I mean, I guess you could, you could, we could put the topic of this conversation, you know, uh, marketing campaigns around national holidays or something. I don't know, but that's, yeah. it's just been eating at me. And, um, you know, I will say like, I did have one veteran that responded to me that, that is a marketing guy for a, another company that said like, you know, he was, he took offense to us not running a sale. I, I made a post about it. Because I was asked by a lot of people, like, are you running a sale? And so I was like, you know what? Let's just let people know we're not, and here's why. He's like, you just pat yourself on the back for not running a sale. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It, it was unintentional that way. I could see how you proceeded that way, but he also served in the military. And it's like, because I served, it gave us the right to run these sales and profit off of it. That's your point of view. That is your opinion. You can definitely totally your call. Here's how I feel, and that's why I want to use this platform to talk about how I feel about it. And I guarantee there are plenty of brands out there who disagree with me. And that's cool. That's fine. I feel like the brands who tie it into something good or did so, or does something good alongside of it are going to benefit more in the long run than those who just do a one-off 25% off sale on Memorial Day. Cool. Cool, bro. Cool story. Tell it again. I mean, to me, that's that's how it is. Yeah, I'm desensitized to it, honestly. I, I, I don't think anything bad about it, and I don't think anything all that great about it. I just think it's... It is what it is. It's just how America's um, treats any day possible. I think that um, it's a lot easier to run sales than it is to build a, a strong brand that doesn't need to do something. Um, so it's it, for me, I know that that day when I wake up, I'm going to have probably 100 to 200 percent more emails in my inbox about uh, buy this, you know, 50 percent off this, whatever it is. And I just I'm just okay with it. I guess I, I don't get too fired up about it. I mean, unless I'm working with the client and then I will tell them my, my, uh, thoughts on, on sales and why you run them and all that. And, but for the vast majority of, of companies and, and whatever, I've just kind of taken it with a grain of salt. Now it just is what it is. I think. Love it. If you guys love the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Or if it's on iTunes, Spotify, watching via YouTube, you can follow us on social media. Two guys, one shaker cup. Um, on February 29th, make sure you reach out to Jay Shaw Consulting on Instagram and, and secure your services. Um, I don't even know when the next February 29th is going to be. I think we just had one, so yeah, I, I should be good right. for a little bit. Yeah. Be good for a little bit. So, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have topics of conversation or something you want us to discuss, obviously reach out via DM or comment. Uh, we can definitely hop on that. But uh, this is fun, my friend. This is fun. It was.
Podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcast, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.